one of Germany's great drivers, joins us on Inside Motorsport this week. It's Bern Schneider. I hope you'll stay with us. Bern Schneider has driven just about everything well. Formula One, DTM and, of course, GT cars. He raced at Le Mans, which was the last time I actually got to see him on the track before Sydney last year. The 1999 Le Mans effort was quite spectacular because three times over the course of the week, Mercedes cars turned into aircraft. I asked Byrne his recollections of that year. 1999 uh, was uh, really special year. I mean, he concentrated only at the Le Mans race and he had done so many mileages uh, uh, and several circuits uh, and we were really confident that the car uh, able to do 24 hour and uh, also uh, competes uh, uh, very well on, on the circuit. We had a good chance to get on the podium or to win the race, but then the double car the double starts already on Thursday when Mark flew the first time or flipped the car first time was um, yeah, but nobody throws. It was somewhere off the screen and um, we did not recognize. That was that badly, you know, because the car wasn't even that much damaged. Because he flew off and landed on the wheels, and yeah, we said, okay, can happen. And uh, we made some changes that should not happen anymore. And uh, I mean, what we saw with Peter Dumpik was, yeah, was a lot of luck that he survived this heavy accident and without any scratch. But this, uh, yeah, this, then we stopped immediately, uh, also my car. But uh, uh, was maybe a little bit late. But afterwards, you every, everybody knows much better. But these problems have to any other manufacturer as well. And that means it's not only it was not only our car. But that weekend, particularly, you were able to completely devolve yourself of any of those sort of problems. What you saw around you, the doubts that can be created, and you were as I said, going out there doing qualifying laps in a 24-hour race. Yeah, but <clears throat> we were quite sure that it's not happened to our car because, uh, as I said before, the first time we had it on my car, we did not recognize that it was um, a, a real problem because we thought maybe he hits the curbs a little bit and maybe the car wasn't uh, perfect with the right height. And because on my car, we never had any any problem like that but if you have the problem you cannot avoid it anymore I mean it goes so quickly off and uh, but uh, we did so many testing before and we never had uh, had any problems like that and we were quite confident with more downforce what we put on for the race that we're quite safe but uh, this was not true even we find out that Peter hits the inside curb at uh, Indianapolis and um, this is like a ramp I mean if this happens and he li- he left he lost the flip in front when he f- had to fight with the Toyota as well, and um, I mean this didn't happen as well. Um, it was a combination came together happened to this bad accident and uh, uh, one of the reasons we stopped the whole program it's also that this you can't avoid in any car. Fast forward to 20, uh, 2012, and you're here in Sydney having a an opportunity to race at the Sydney 500 with Erebus Motorsport, Erebus Motorsport. How did that opportunity come about? Um, yeah, when Peter was leading the championship, 
um, we tried to, to you know, there was an idea with Aerobus together, how can we support him as much to win the championship here. And uh, then there was a great idea from Petty that, that Petty means uh, we should support them. And we sent over Maro Engel and Thomas Jäger. And for the last race myself, and um, of course we really appreciated to do it, uh, to come to Australia to such a professional team. It's uh, really nice. Uh, the racetracks they're running on are awesome. I like the circuit very much. It suits to my diving style. And um, yeah, we are, we are really happy that, that we could come here and that we support the team as good as we can to help them to win the championship, even it looks not so good at the moment after the first race. How much do you know about the GT series in Australia and in fact motorsport in Australia, how much do you pay attention to worldwide events? I mean, uh, I made all the development in the SLS uh, GT3 car and uh, I got all the information where we sell the cars to which country to, and then we, we start selling the car um, my boss called me, hey, we're selling a car to Australia for the GT3s. I said, oh, Australia, but how, how does it work? And they said, ah, they're very good, we're a professional team, there's a new team coming up. And um, this, yeah, this was just impressive how, how they managed, they came over and how they represent himself and the program, what they're going to run. And uh, this looks very, very professional. And um, from this moment, I was just... Uh, not involved, but I got all the information, how they run, how they did, and what they're aiming for. And, uh, and I was really interested to see, and I did met these guys last year when we had a customer celebration, end of the year. And I said, oh, once I want to go over to see them, but uh, it was this year I was so busy. And um, I would, would really come earlier, but there uh, was no, no chance to come before. And um, now I'm really happy being here to see what they have done, and I'm really impressed how they how they prepared the car and how professional the team is. Would you like to come back and do an event like the Bathurst 12-hour? Of course, this is one of the ways I haven't done in my career, and uh, I really would like to do it once because this is m one of the most challenging racetracks in the world, and uh, still missing. <laughs> I still miss it, and uh, I'm really looking forward. Maybe there's coming uh, uh, soon uh, a possibility that I'm going to do it, and I really would appreciate it. In Australia, of course, the V8 supercars are our premier category. Would perhaps going to the 12-hour then interest you in trying to be part of the V8 supercar Bathurst race? You know, I retired in 2008, and uh, I'm not so much thinking about that. I know that uh, Airbus is going to run next year the, the MCs in, uh, in the V8s, and I'm looking really forward to see how, how they're going to do, because it's such a tough championship, and it's uh, really not easy uh, to get a, a competitive car, but as I, what I saw uh, in the last few days, they really got the passion and the, the team It's really good and I think they have everything together to be successful. And of course Mercedes is not a brand who want to be uh, somewhere in the back, they want to win. And uh, with the combination they have, they have everything together, even there will be a hard time in the beginning. With the economy in Europe being so tough at the moment, how would you feel if you were a young driver trying to make your way up into motorsport now? I mean this happens. 
since I'm started racing, you know, and the, the economy goes down, but if the economy goes down, it's really going up again. But for the young divers, of course, it's, uh, it's not an easy time because there are also a lot of young divers with money. And uh, the team bosses prefer young di- good divers with money than uh, good divers without. And it's, it's a hard time, I guess. It's not easy. And I'm very happy that my son is not aiming for being a professional racing diver. He want to play soccer. Who was your best teammate or competitor? And which track is your favorite? Oh, my favorite track, it's difficult to say. I, I, the most challenging race track, of course, is Nürburgring Nordschleife. This is just... Yeah, it's very dangerous but very challenging and every time I do laps there with the GT3 car it's just phenomenal I really enjoy this uh, but uh, favorite circuits uh, for me is Laguna Seca um, I really love the circuit uh, Suzuka it's very nice too but I also love Hockenheim because it's my home my home circuit there and now every each inch of the circuit and the hardest competitor I mean my best teammate uh, I had two really good teammates well, was not only teammates was really friends was Dario Franchitti and Mark Weber we are still contacted very well not many often but when we see each other and we are on the phone it's like in the old days and I'm really happy that we have a relationship since such a long time and um, I'm, I'm, I will keep or uh, hope we can keep this friendship for, for a long time. What a fantastic way to kick off the new year here on Inside Motorsport. I hope you'll join us next week for more. Till then, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.